Hey everyone, welcome to the New Media Show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I want to welcome you. And we are uh, post-Christmas, so I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. And of course, we are now fast approaching the new year. And of course, this is our time, Rob and I's time, to make predictions for 2020. And that said, Rob, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Todd. Great to be back doing the show. Yeah. So uh, did you have a decent Christmas? It was a good Christmas. I, I did a lot of driving around and going to family and seeing my son from Russia and all that stuff. So it was all good. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, I really, it's kind of crazy. Uh, Shoko and Chris flew in on the 24th, spent 14 hours trying to get out of Chicago because of weather. If you're going through Chicago on the 24th, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you were probably screwed on your holiday, but, uh, finally got them. <laughs> about 14 hours later in Kalamazoo versus Detroit and the bag showed up on Christmas day about noon. So I, I had to actually 10 30, actually the baggage guy, he said he was coming. I said, I said, thank you for working on Christmas. I know it's a pain, but, uh, oh, yeah. and he got there, we had some candy for him and some goodies and, uh, you know, poor guy had to work. On, well, I'm sure he was getting paid well to work on Christmas, but still it sucks regardless. Yeah. yeah to have to work it on was, Christmas. Yeah. There's always this, a certain amount of folks that uh, need to do that. And I tell you, it's, it, it's nice to have a place to go, a restaurant or something like that on, on Christmas Day if you're out traveling. So Yeah. And of course, the, you know, and the first responders and military guys and all those folks are, uh, you know, they, they don't get, <clears throat> often many of them don't get a holiday. So yep. uh, anyway, hope everyone had a good holiday with family. Might, still kind of doing that here too through, through the first, but uh Anyway, welcome to the show, and uh, we got some stuff to talk about, and oh, yeah. and I actually put together a chart, Rob. Wow, <laughs> a chart of what? A chart, <laughs> and I think we can we can talk about it for a little bit. Um, I don't know when we want to introduce this chart, but it was something to do with you telling me that everyone was saying the downloads were dead, and they had not talked to you, I, Rob Walsh, or anyone else that actually knew. Let's be frank. What the fuck is really going on? <laughs> <laughs> Tell it like it is, Todd. Exactly. You know, so, um, so I made a chart. But by the way, if you're watching on Facebook, please say hello. Yeah. <laughs> we want to hear from you. Yes. And, uh, or, and we're on YouTube. We're on newmediashow.com forward slash live. And I can't monitor all the chat rooms, but we try to watch Facebook as much as possible. So, you know, I guess before I show my chart <laughs> and we'll have to describe it to the listening audience at home what uh what was your thoughts about the download is dead oh well i think it's i don't know it's it's this blend of confusion between um just clicking play and what a download is it, it's it's not a i guess it doesn't have to be a technical discussion but when you start making statements that are kind of not accurate. It's it, it. You just kind of have to point it out, and that's kind of what what it is. I mean, even though you're clicking play in Spotify or clicking play in Apple, it's still a download, even though it may seem like it's a, it, it's a stream. So um, it's just being it's just being accurate and factual about what what you're talking about. And I think people are just confusing the play experience that people are seeing as though it's a stream when it's really not. Yeah, and I, and I really kind of wanted to, I guess for a better word, you know, do 
some discussion about that. And this is, and I'm going to, tr- we're going to have to walk through it and talk about it because the, um, the audience that's listening is not going to see this chart. Now let me move this down and get ready to launch this thing. Let's see here. Is this the right? Yeah, this is the one. And let me change the view so I can make sure I've got this. Got to push a couple of buttons here. And I know that's too wide, so let me drag this in. So this this is a 72. Okay, what I'm going to show you. Let's see here. What I'm going to show you is a 72-hour window. And this encompasses about 20 million downloads. And what what was accomplished here is we took the closest top of the hour from when the file mm-hmm. was published through 72 hours. Right. There may be a few more hours on this chart because I had the ability to do a range date and it may not be exact. So if you count the lines and I'm off 24 hours, just move the line a little bit. So what you see is this, each blue line on this chart represents an hour from the time the, and this is an aggregate. And you can look at your own show at, on your own stats provider to determine, mm. you know, what happens with your show in the first 72 or 96 hours. And I've always said that 90% of podcasts deliver 90% of their lifetime downloads within the first 96 hours. And what we're seeing here is a weekday, the first 72 hours of literally thousands of shows. And it's not everyone mm-hmm. because we just picked a day and picked, uh, you know, and then lined the hours up and then laid the graph over the top and did just pure, you know, we just ran the totals. There's no right. averaging here. It's just hour by hour overlaid. And what's kind of interesting is you see this huge spike right off the beginning. And mm-hmm. if, if I go into that detail deeper, that's about 90% podcatchers. Yep. Those and that subscribe. Those that right. subscribe. And really the first two to three to four hours is real heavy, as high as 90% podcatchers. And then yep. there's a little bit of intermixing going on as we go out. But it's kind of weird. And I was trying to really scratch my head here. You see this spike. Boom, 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 downloads. And you think, what's happening here? But if you look at to this big drop where these, like, there's three, you know, you go in one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten, eleven, about 12 hours in, then there's this kind of this leveling out. And really what has happened within 12 hours, the podcatchers are done. The people that are subscribed are, are pretty much done. But you see this uptick here. And what we think that is, and what it kind of appears to be, is a little bit of a mixed action of maybe Spotify and mm-hmm. some other folks that start picking up the show. Because again, this is syndication. Everyone doesn't update immediately. And then really, if you take out that little spike and then you carry that across, you can see that it, you know, there's this little ebbs and flows and then it continues to drop off all the way across. So... Yep. We think here what we're seeing is, and you know, in the first, in the first twenty four hours, about fifteen million downloads. Now, right. let's let's qualify. Um, I should say everything's a download, but 
there's really two types of downloads. There's right. there's downloads that in this first three, four, five hours is the huge spike of people that are subscribed. They have like 99% of the file gets delivered. And I could go into more detail probably and look at the, the actual podcatchers that are, you know, consuming that. And I could look at the partial data and see, you know, we could really get granular hour by hour of how a podcast is consumed. But there's still, even throughout these out hours in the first 72 hours, you still see podcatchers come in and download the complete file. But you also see an increase in partial downloads. In other mm -hmm. words, they've, they've done enough. They've listened to enough of the show to qualify it as a download, but maybe the file is like got to the 85% mark or 90% mark, which right. is indicative of a someone that's actively listening and not subscribe. Right. So I think just from the pure sense, in the pure sense of the, of the situation, more than 50%, maybe 60% or so of the downloads that happened in, at least in this sampling, this little small sampling we did of approximately 20 million downloads over three days is that you, what you really have here is indication that podcatchers are still accumulating, accumulating for 60, 65%, maybe even as high as 70% of subscri subscribers that are actually that contents being downloaded. In whole, 100%. You get 100% of the file delivery every time and mm -hmm. then an intermix of that throughout. So I think that we could probably really get super, super deep and really came into some serious weeds here if we really looked at this deeper. But you as a podcaster can go in and look at your own show, look at the spread that you have over 96 hours, then go and look at you know, set your time hash so that you're only looking for a specific time spread in your stats and then go look at what devices are consuming your content. Mm -hmm. You can see yourself exactly how your show distribution is happening. You look at that first 24 hours and say, okay, I had uh, X number of percentage of uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, uh, web browsers. Look that data over and that first 24 hour window is really kind of this look into your show on how many people are, are truly subscribed and getting that automated download as soon as you release your show. But it's truly telling here the first hour, look at that, look at that spike, that first hour. Nope. It's massive. It's in the first two hours, you know, that first hour spike if we stacked all these, the third days up may not get, it, it might get part of the way there, but it's, right. it's huge. You and know, Todd, it's always been like that. It's always the, been like that. It's been like that since the very beginning of the medium that, that hasn't changed. It's yeah. always been like that. Yeah. So when, when people say the download is dead, <laughs> you know, and I could take this a whole month. And it, it would vary a little bit, you know, but I think if I look, if I took every episode published for a whole month and just laid that graph, I bet it would even smooth. Right. I would bet it would smooth out. I bet it would right. be just like this nice, you know, nice ski jump, mm -hmm. you know? So 
for me, for someone to say that the download is, it's, hey, things are changing. People actively listening. You know, so it, we understand that. But the medium itself is largely being delivered by by CDNs in a, in a physical download, not using streaming activity. So, and I think it, we don't, the listeners don't care. Right. They don't care. They, as long as they get it, right? We don't care how they get it. We don't care if they click play. We don't click, you yeah. know, I want them to subscribe. That's my goal, but. Yeah. And Todd, it's, it, you know, this whole streaming conversation versus downloading conversation is really kind of a silly conversation because it is. Um, it, it, it really accomplishes nothing for the industry no. to draw, draw these lines. Um, and it's typically the, these lines are drawn by those that have been living in the online radio world right. for a long time where, where that is truly streaming. And it's usually live streaming, um, is, and that's where I'm concerned about is the confusion that comes into this. And I think it's, it's really it's really this click play experience. And if you really think about it, click play has been around the medium for a very long time in web players. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and what we've always seen in the medium is the web players have always been a small subset of consumption of the podcasting content. It's always been on the subscribe side uh, is where most of the consumption is. And like you were saying, there is a transition happening over to more like Spotify experiences where people are coming in and just clicking play. Um, but that's, that's a little bit more like a web play experience. And I think that the jury is still out a little bit on, on how big that's going to get versus a subscribe experience. I don't know if we have any numbers taught about, um, the erosion of subscriptions. Um, but I would imagine that Spotify may be, um, key to some of that, that erosion of consumers coming in, consuming podcasts more on a ad hoc basis versus subscribing. And then, you know, that type of experience. And that may be the shift that we're, that's really the important discussion here is the shift maybe away from subscription into more just coming in and just clicking play when you want to hear a new episode. You know, and I, I, my kind of thought on this too, is that change is going to happen no matter what. And right. if, you know, I think you guys put out a chart uh, that talked about the, and it basically it was showed the growth and it showed Spotify growth that showed the Apple podcast growth and Apple right. podcast, even though Spotify was gaining market share, the right. amount of growth happening on Apple podcast was much greater because right. it was just pure volume wise was much greater. So, you know, that being said, and again, right. we can probably provide the link to the, the commentary that, Rob Walsh did on the feed on that, but right. the, the, the main thing I want to see, and then, and this is the jury's going to be out until we go to pass through and we're not on pass through yet with Spotify. We, you know, we've had to implement this, um, you know, there's these folks creating M4As. So we had to write some code, which I'm in yeah. test right now to convert M4As to MP3s because Spotify doesn't take MP3s. And they were doing it internally. And when we go to, we have to provide the MP3 when we go to pass through. So, which is going to add additional confusion because all of a sudden now they're going to have a new entry in their stats. It's going to be an MP3 and they'll mm -hmm. see exactly <laughs> the beauty about this is we're really going to see what Spotify is doing because then I can go ahead and apply the logic that we have in our stat 
and I can say, okay, right. how many partial downloads? What, where is the, how long are people listening on Spotify as compared right. compared to those people? And we have that data. We have the active play data. We, you know, we can see when someone clicks play and when someone clicks, click, click stop, I can see that partial download data. I don't want to use the word play, but I use the word partial download data. And I know that, yes, there's a little caching, caching of the media head as it's, as it's playing, but we're right. going to, I'd like to see a B comparison between someone that's on overcast or on Apple podcast or on Google podcast or whatever device it may be and where we're losing the audience and in, right. in these various platforms. And we'll be able yep. to granularly look and say, all right, Spotify listeners are listening to 86% of the show. Overcast people are listening to 84. Apple podcasts are listening to 88 or whatever the number may be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, and then, we're going to be able to, and we'll just break out only, only the partial data because right. there is no downloading on Spotify. So but there's going to be, I mean, you're on that path and, 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 uh, well, when is we, now a when, pass through, but, pass through but, but, on, it, on Spotify. but right. it's, it is a download, but there is no subscribe download. It's only Correct. play data. Right. It's only active plays. So you're, you're not going to see this, uh, huge spike from Spotify within 24 hours or w- as soon as the show is published, you're going to, you may see a spike of plays, but you're going to mm-hmm. see a, what you're going to see is you're going to find yeah. out how, how long people are really listening to your podcast on that yeah. app. Well, and that, that has, has always been described as a progressive download. Right. Right. Um, that's the term right. that's been used download. to describe yep. that yep. is yeah, I mean, Todd is using different terminology or to, to say active plays, active play, progressive as, download. Right. Same right. Thing. It's, it, 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 it's the same thing. So I don't want to get yep. people confused that maybe sure. there's something different going on here. Yeah. So anyway, so the jury's still out. So I'm, this is, you know, I'm telling Andrew, hurry the hell up. I want to see, I want to see this data so that I can, you know, right. I can brood on it. And, and, yeah. and what's it going to do? Is it really going to tell us anything? No. Well, it will. It'll tell us how engaged those audiences are, how long they're staying on, how long they are potentially is they getting to the end of the content. Mm-hmm. You know, are they rolling off? Are they coming in and coming back within 24 hours? We'll see all that. Same as we're seeing now with the, with the other apps. You know, we've already got that for everything else. So it's going to be nice to do some AB comparison because now I just show it as a one because I'm not on pass through yet. And there they just download it, cache it and, you know, change, change M4A to MP3 and then send some stats back. Um, and I don't think a lot of podcasters knew. Well, actually we didn't know that M- uh, MP3 wasn't a requirement until they said, Oh, you have to be all MP3 when you go to pass through. No one knew yep. that they were converting to M- M4A's to MP3s. So, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's interesting, you know, this, this discussion is raising a much bigger topic and that's, um, what is the future of the medium? Are, are we pushing our listeners to subscribe or are we pushing them to just come in and click play? I mean, you know, is, is subscription processes 
um, eroding? Are we seeing a decline in people wanting to subscribe to podcasts? And is that being driven based on the entries of people like Google Podcasts and and Spotify? Is that where the future is, Todd? And I think that's an interesting discussion. Um, you know, I know that Apple's showing separate stats um, and calling it streaming, um, even though it's not. But they have been using that terminology, and I can see where the confusion has come from. Right. Um, and I'm sure you're seeing the same thing. And I think, too, in that regard, we have to also consider that um, podcasters in the space today are not the new podcasters are not, I, you know, I listen, this is, I, you know, I listen to a hundred shows every two weeks and what do I don't hear? I don't hear them saying subscribe. They say, find me here and here and here, but they don't give them an action to what to do. It's like, go find me on Apple podcasts, find me on Google podcasts. I can be right. found. That's the word right. they use. I can be found on Spotify. But they don't follow up with saying and subscribe to the show while you're there. They don't say that. So this Mm -hmm. is old school folks. OG. Hey, Rob. The OG. OG. Hey, Boomer. Um, That's what we are, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, they, you know, we're used to saying that. And I listen to so many shows today and they don't tell their audience or these new people that may be listening that maybe have just hit play mm-hmm. to listen. And I got people in my own office, you know, and I, we, we ran through and did a, a show where we said, what, you know, what are you listening to? And the diversity of content that my team was listening to is blew me away, you know? And, uh, and then I'm asking them, how did you find shows? You know, what, how, what, what was your discovery method? And then, you know, and I actually should have, we talked about it later. I'm like, how are you consuming these? Are you subscribed? Are you hitting play? And the younger they are, the more inclined they were just to hit play and not be subscribed. They know what yep. they want to listen to. They know the five shows that they have to find on Spotify or on Google Podcasts or on Apple Podcasts, yep. but they're not s- subscribed. So there is a little bit of a change in yeah. the... Yeah, and how, how people are connecting with the content. and. Though you can on Spotify, you can kind of like select your favorites, right? Right. So there is a little bit of a process there that's similar to subscribe, but it doesn't trigger an automatic download. Right. Right. And that's the big, that's, that's really the only difference. Yeah. Um, but it is a level of commitment. It feels like to me right. when I think about it, um, is your, when your audience goes in and subscribes, it feels to me like that that's a more, that's more of a commitment to the show than just coming in and favoriting something. So, so here's, here's a lesson. Here's a lesson. And I, I, I just went over to YouTube. I clicked on trending. This, uh, baking show, uh, has a million one views right now. And here's the thing that we forget. If it's okay for YouTubers to ask you to subscribe to your channel, there you go, Todd. Yeah. What the beep is wrong with podcasters asking them to subscribe to their show? Right. This is, this is what YouTubers beg. They beg you to subscribe to their channel. They beg. Right. right. They pointing down on the screen. 
they're, they're doing like this. By the way, or, or go subscribe. And if those of you yeah. watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button right now, please. That, right. they, that's what they want them to do. They, they'd be yeah. flashing arrows down at the subscribe button. Yeah. <laughs> Yet we in podcasting are, the subscriptions are dead. How come subscriptions are bad? Right. I don't, I don't think that they are. <laughs> I think one thing that, uh, that does kind of get in the way of that is this discussion about um, favoriting versus subscribe. So some of the platforms have subscribed, some of them don't. Right. right? So if you as a podcaster <laughs> say, go subscribe to my show, but you're listening on, on Spotify, it's not a, it's not a relevant call to action, right? <laughs> it's, right. it's true. So maybe well, you need to say, um, subscribe or follow my show. Subscribe, maybe follow, say, like, whatever. Or, or follow or like, right? I hate to say it that way, but maybe you do need to be that descriptive. Right? You know, so, but if, and there's no, there's no discussion about this on YouTube. There's no debate. No. Well, it's a, <laughs> It's also a closed platform too, Todd. Right. That's a big, you know, you know every, everybody does the same thing. But all the podcast apps yeah. are subscribed. Google Podcasts, you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, you subscribe. <laughs> so That's maybe true. what we need to do is ask Spotify, please comply. And, <laughs> add, and add, add a subscribe. Add a subscribe button. You know, maybe that's what we have to do. <laughs> I mean, it can be the same process that they're doing, right? Right. It can, it, it can still be a non-download, um, you know, automatic download experience, but just call it subscribe. Yeah. And sometimes I think some of these services name things different because they don't want to be associated with YouTube or some other platform and they don't want to use the same mm -hmm. terminology because that's too, you know, that's, we're not being original if we don't do that. <laughs> So I, I think it just boils down to, at this point in my mind, um, we just need to get over it and we need to, uh, you know, we need to move on. So uh, anyway, so, you know, if it's good enough for the millions of YouTubers and, you know, how, who wouldn't want to be able to have a million one watch their video? Now, how many subscribers does he have? He has, okay, this guy got a million one video views he's got 6.89 million subscribers bank this dude's making bank <laughs> oh. those numbers have dropped a little bit todd over oh. the last couple of years as of, you know of course yeah. but still <laughs> 6.89 million and this is one you know somebody's trending channel right you know totally you know but yeah. i just thought i would bring up the so anyway, so you, you had posted in your Twitter post mm -hmm. something from Neiman Labs. Podcasting yep. finally creates another mega hit. Well, that was, <laughs> that was link bait is what that is. I know it is. Yeah. Because that's not what the article was really talking oh, about. Oh, it's, I read the article. I was like, hmm, boy, this is. Yeah. I think he's on, on track here. I think he hit the nail on the head. So why don't you give a synopsis of the Reader's Digest version, dating myself? Well, I thought it was really uh, really interesting that Eric um, I mean, wrote this article. And if you look at the big picture of it, is 
is that I think that there's been this, I'm going to say this perception in the medium that um, podcasting was a hit driven medium. And, and that, that comes out of folks that have a perspective of big media, right? Legacy media has always been focused on hits, right? And in a world of content scarcity, right? um, That's important, right? I mean, I mean, you look at movies and television and, and music, um, those have been highly controlled kind of ecosystems of content, right? Mm -hmm. So those, those um, focuses on mega hits, you know, and I think that the example that gets pointed to here is, is the, you know, is the, the, um, this American life and serial and these, these podcasts that have garnered up, you know, a lot of attention, um, here over the last few years and that we should just assume that er every year there's going to be, you know, another serial or there's going to be another, you know, this American life type of a program that hits big audiences, things like that. But basically what, what, what this article says is, well, that just didn't happen in 2019. And I'm just scratching my head. I go in, in 2019, this proves what we've known for years that podcasting does not need a mega hit podcast to grow listeners at an increasing rate. And, you know, and, and that's the bottom line to this article is that Eric, it, it kind of dawns on him that, Maybe we don't have to have a mega hit, <laughs> but I think he would still like to see a mega hit happen. Yeah. Um, just, just because I think he just, I guess, assumes that that is how this medium works. And I think he's kind of wrong. I think that the, the mega hits that we've seen in the past are, are more of a unicorn than, than, than they are a common situation. Well, if you look at cereal, there hasn't been another cereal. Right. Serial is a unicorn. Yeah, yeah. There, there's been some shows that have moved. Well, their, their needle has moved. Right. You know, and you look at, you know, and, and there's some shows that are silently doing incredible numbers. You know, I right. look at 99% Invisible, and I look at shows like that. You know. Uh, they have big numbers. Oh, big. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's some really big shows out Whoa, there. There's a question about I mean, that. Big, big. It's just like you know, uh, big numbers, and then you, and then in, but they don't have serial numbers. But oh, well, really? Well, you know, serial had such a massive number. You know, they the, that first version of serial one. You know, right. they had they had mega. You know, they over time. Well, it was a short run. I mean, that kind of faded. Though. It that, faded. I mean, that it kind faded. Of faded right? But but you've <clears> got <throat> shows today that are collectively month after month doing way beyond what Serial has done right. collectively, and then I mean, you, like Joe Rogan is another example. Right, done like three billion downloads you, in the last five years. So in, yeah. and then you, there's lots of shows like right. that that are big mega shows, um, and then there's lots of shows that are 40,000, 50,000 mm-hmm. downloads, 100,000 yeah. downloads, and then the rest of us, you know, the rest of us that are 10K and below. And right. that's the 93% of us or 92% of us or whatever that number is that's 10,000 listeners and below per episode. And 
we are the podcasting space. Right. And we are right. driving growth. And these right. tens of thousands of little shows are driving the, the consumption, the, the right. upward consumption. And yet, the media buyers do this to those small shows. Right. Ignore them and go after the, and for those of you who are listening, I held up my middle finger to the screen. The 40,000, you know, the 10,000 download plus shows are all monetized with five, six, seven ads in them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got to the point where I just, I, I, I can't explain it no more. I refuse to even try to understand it and why this, the rest, if they want to get to a billion, we can get there next, next year. That's no, we, 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 we no problem. No, no right. problem. We have to activate all the ad uh, inventory that's available. And we don't, there, and we don't right? have to go in those in, and we're not, we're even throwing the 50% away that don't want right. advertising. Right. The 50% yeah. of shows that are listening says, I don't want an ad one. I don't care. I'm talking with my friend, drinking beer in a bar. You know, we're getting some swag, you know, having a good time. I'm building my consulting business. This is you know, the 50% of shows that are doing great that don't think they, they would, they don't want advertising. Yeah. They, they, they say, and that's you know, okay. Todd, go right? away. That's as, great. Right. Yeah. But, but that other, it. but that other 30%, <laughs> yeah, right. We can get to a billion. No problem. No sweat. Yeah. I laugh. Yeah. I really, really do. Yeah. It's too hard. I mean, Todd, I mean, a lot of these things, I mean, the industry will finally learn these things. It's just like this mega hit thing, right? Yeah. Eventually, the people, the newer people to the medium will finally get it, right? Yeah. At some point, right? <laughs> well, I mean, been, we've been waiting. I mean, we've, we've been, you know, in, in this medium all this time <laughs> and we know all these things, right? But it's like, you know, they don't want to believe us or something. I don't understand, but um, <laughs> hey, yeah, you hey, know what I'm saying? Yeah. By Maybe. the way, Patrick joined the show right when I was showing my middle finger to the screen. He said, that was a hell of a time <laughs> to join. Thanks for that. <laughs> welcome to the new media show yeah and the, and marty marty says i should have i should know better being a marketer part of it's old school and soft pedal it she's basically saying very good point about always mentioning subscribe on each show and be specific about it. i just don't want to ram it down their throats as i mention it and have the links on my pages i mentioned it about five times during my show right. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe 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 yeah okay. and christopher yes yeah. we did have fun in the woods uh yesterday but uh <laughs> what <laughs> oh he was a comment in chat so he saw my oh, okay. he saw a picture of me and my son we took out we were out in the woods oh yesterday. yeah 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 i saw that picture too that was cool Let's see. so what are you doing uh, in the woods Todd? uh we were uh looking for jackalope <laughs> oh okay you know what jackalope is no <laughs> do a google I'm just joking you have you're getting a good laugh for anyone that's listening if you don't know what jackalope is go ahead and google it <laughs> It's probably it's, a, a it's, wild animal, it's a, right? It's a mythical creature. Yes. <laughs> Jackalope. <laughs> so anyway, um, no, it's, you know, so anyway, where we were, we don't want to get down the advertising bit, but you know, you want to get to, here's a prediction. <laughs> you want to get to 2020 ever fill the inventory in 30%, 30% right. of shows that are completely being given the bird. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and we'll get to a billion. There's there's my prediction. 
Right. And we won't have to have seven ads per episode. We can have two. <laughs> That's the real problem with this whole programmatic advertising <laughs> stuff is, is that sure, it, it, shows it, can make make some money, but the problem is that they have to run so many ads that it's Robin, some of it's not programmatic. <laughs> I know. Well, that's true. Some of them are running straight, straight regular RFPs and they're, you know, they're running seven campaigns on a show, you know, it's just like good, you know, and I actually did a tick, 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 you know, and I had 45 minutes of content and, and like 13 minutes of ads. I'm like TV or radio, you know, we're, we've got the, we got the radio format back. Podcast, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and this has been going on off and on with the with a bunch of networks over the past. You know, I, I don't know if you remember the Smodcast Network. Um, you know, you don't hear that much about them today, but that's the Kevin Smith Network. A lot of his shows, he would run like I don't know if you remember thought he run like ten minutes of ads and promos at the beginning of every episode. And, and so, and did those people yeah. renew, or did they just fast forward to the ten and they they? the the ads didn't get any traction and and the advertisers quit. <laughs> well, and I think that the telling sign is you don't hear much about the Smodcast network uh, anymore. <laughs> uh, well, they made their money and got out, right? They they got their cash and ran. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah. So when you piss off your audience and you frustrate your audience, um, I mean, so, some of these shows will do it and and, and say. If you want to fast forward through the first 10 minutes, you know, go right ahead. You know, go, it's, and it's, they're actually right. saying that and they have. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> and I'm like going, hey, wait a minute. You know, I would, it, I'd be on the phone with that ever for that podcaster. We don't do too much pre-roll. I'd be like, don't you ever, don't you ever, ever say that again or I'll blacklist you. You, know, you, you will not get another ad deal from me ever again. Right. Exactly. It's like, really? You're going to, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's see the hammer of thor back there yeah right yeah bring Coming the down. hammer bring the hammer <laughs> whack that mole oh it's, we laugh yeah. about it but yeah we sometimes we're, we are our own worst enemy you know <laughs> right <laughs> hey i'm getting 25 dollars cpm i can run seven ads i'm gonna tell you for some shows that's some man that's some money yeah, that's no, it a, is, but you got to run seven ads. <laughs> well, if they're running seven ads, at 20, some of them are getting $25 CPM for each of those yeah. ads. Right. So, you, you know, you think about that's an effective CPM of, of 175 Yeah. And then per, per thousand, you, per right? thousand yeah. and you, you know, those of you listening, do the math, you hundred thousand listeners, that's a check. So, you know, yeah. so when you get that kind of money, makes you really <sighs> push the envelope well people are not you know i think some podcasters never imagined in their wildest dreams that they could make you know a hundred thousand dollars an episode from their show right you know or whatever that number may be and when that type right. of money comes in you know if you have a podcaster that is not that that is that's intoxicating Congratulations, by the way, and manage that intoxication and keep the ball rolling. You know, don't go to seven ads. You know, try to breathe and do three or four. You know, you know don't overload the show. And but it's it, awfully tempting, Todd. It's isn't it? I mean, if you think about it. 
Yeah. Hey, I mean, Rob. It's t- tempting. To this do that. show, when I was running Citrix Go to Meeting, had GoDaddy going at the same time, run a third advertiser. And, there, you know, that, that was a check. Yeah. That was a check. You know, and I understand how that can become very intoxicating. You yeah. know, and how you go, what? You know, <laughs> you, you, you go from zero. Right. And then you get you get a check with five figures on it, and you're like, "That's for a month, right?" You know, it's, that's quit your day job type money, and you're still doing your day job. You're like, "Right," you're like, "I can't I can't tell anybody how much money I'm making because if I do, my boss will fire me." Right? You know? Yeah. yeah. So I I think and, and I had an instance like that, Andy McCaskey and Slash Dot Review back in the day. He was making so much money with that show. I can't, I can't say how much money he's making a lot of money with that show. And he told me, please, 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 please. And he's retired now. So he said, please don't ever, don't ever say the the amount. You can say the show's successful, but don't ever say the amount. Don't ever whisper the amount, you know, because my employer, he worked for a big fortune 500. They would freak out and say, where's your loyalties, your show or your podcast. And, um, you know, you're obviously right. making enough money with your podcast and uh, sign. He he was worried about his job, right? Sure. And uh, so he was smart. He kept it on, you know, kept it on the down low. You know, mm-hmm. I've told that story many, many times. So it's you know, it was it was just a period there, and <clears throat> um, but well, and yeah, he had a terrific podcast voice oh, too. that's fantastic he's had a voice for yeah. oh my god some yeah. serious chop yeah it's not surprising that he he got that kind of kind of success yeah. and he's you know it was, it was five six hours of work a day you know right. and he was doing a regular job too so he was he burned out but he was doing a daily podcast daily yeah yeah but any you know I, I think you know that's my prediction you know that's that's number two Mm-hmm. How about you, Rob? What's the worst? Where's your predictions for 2020? What What do you think? Um, I I did actually write a you know an article for the the podcast business journal on this, and I just think this next year is going to be the year that hopefully we we sort out the whole podcast metrics um, conflict that's that's been going on. And I think, uh, you know, next year may be the year for some changes to, you know, the, the, the RSS area. And I think maybe, maybe next year is the year, Todd, that we, we try and pull together a a podcasting organization of some sort. Um, I'm, I'm not thinking that there's going to be anything groundswelling that, that happens, uh, in the medium. I I think that the medium has kind of reached a point where, um, we're going to see small changes um i I just don't see the big things happening um and i don't even know what they would be at this point you know i know if you look at what's happening with uh you know uh, with google podcasts uh i still think that there's huge upside for that platform and i do know that there's some some new um entries that are coming into the medium that are going to be offering catalogs of podcasts. Uh, and I think we may see that continue to expand. And as you look globally as well, uh, I think the global side of podcasting is, is going to continue to expand. Um, you know, as you, if you look at what's happening around the world, 
there's more and more podcasting events happening in Asia and Europe and and down down South America and and th- those parts of the world. Uh, podcasting is doing very well. So I think global is going to be probably one of the most important um, areas uh, for podcasting in the coming year. And and we could see faster growth coming out of those markets on the listening side than even in the U.S. So, I mean, I think we're already seeing the per capita consumption of podcasts outside of the U.S. Um, grow faster than actually in the U.S. Um, so I think globally, I think that's that's the big thing that I think we're, we're, we're going to see a continued expansion. And if you look at, and it's being driven a lot by Spotify right now. Spotify is uh, is growing and becoming very successful with podcasting outside of the U.S. So I think the, those are the big things that I'm thinking about, Todd. All right, so let's break that down. You started off, I think, talking about hoping the stats stuff would kind of stabilize. And, you know, and I think if there wouldn't be a couple of parties with agendas, right, we would be past this already. But what we have is we have a group that is absolutely diametrically opposed to what has been accomplished by the, the 30-some companies that were worked together from the podcasting mm-hmm. space to come up with the IEB guidelines. Yeah. Right. It's like John, Johnny, it's like Johnny come lately that piss and moan that it's not their way. And yeah. because it's not their way, they're going to complain and they are going to try to undermine the right. effort of what we have worked so hard for. And I right. take, I take some exception to that. I, I, I really do. And, um, there's there's not a lot you can do about it, but I think that you know we had an IB meeting just uh, a week and a half or so ago. Talked about some stuff that was going on. Talked about the Apple Watch. Talked about you know reaching out to Apple, see when they were going to get some stuff fixed, um, because we know there's some duplicative counting going on involving you know the Apple Watch has been going on for a long time actually, more than a year, right. and you know what we're if they're not going to get it fixed, we're going to have to throw the filter on. So, you know, there's active discussions going on about stuff that's affecting the download numbers um, that are likely going to need filters put on if it's not addressed. So I think that the group is still as a core as active, but you got little people nipping around the edges that are impacting the mm-hmm. effectiveness and trying to undermine the whole process and uh you know and they instead of coming out with guidelines they've actually set hardcore specific standards and i think right. when you do that um you have no chance on this god's green earth of getting adoption and uh, right. it just adds more discussion to the, mm-hmm. uh, to the, you know, and it adds, gives newspaper writers and gives the folks at Pod News and those other folks places to take swipes at the standard and, um, right. or at the guideline. And then you have, you know, sometimes within our own ranks of people that have gotten certified, you have stupid stuff that happens and people having to retract data and readjust numbers. And yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just, uh, it's not, it's not, uh, you know, doing stats is not easy. No, it's really not with all the factors going on out there and we do the best we can. And I think 
you know, here's the thing that we lose sight of too. What are they using radio? Diaries and electronic monitoring devices. Right. And TV, at least now, they're using your, your, uh, your, the, the actual, when you click on a right. channel, it's, you know, you guys do know that you're being reported on everything you watch on your cable box, right? You know that yeah. when you're on Netflix and when you're on Amazon Prime, they are collecting everything. They know every minute of everything you've watched and it goes into a database and it's being able to determine, you know, how effective uh, any type of marketing they're doing against you is. That you know, So right. TV now has got some really incredible data and they know who you are too. So that's even more crazy. So, yeah. so you look at that, probably TV now is, as far as marketers go, probably the gold standard. Radio, <laughs> well, but yet we're high, we're held, we've been continuing to be held at a higher standard than, than radio, which is dumb. But anyway, uh, that's my point. We continue to be held to a higher standard than almost anyone else in the space. Um, yeah. But again, we have people out there that are undermining stuff. Now, what was the second thing you talked about? Uh, global. Yeah, global is going to, obviously it's going to continue to grow. Right. And, uh, you know, I think we're starting to see stuff coming out of uh, South Korea. We're starting to see gains in, you know, Brazil's been hot for a while. Yep. Some other countries as well that are starting to pop on the radar, even since we're starting to hear some stuff out of South Africa. Yep. Um, you know, so it's good. Global growth is good. And I, I can't see it not because it's a democratization of voice. You don't have to ask the government's permission. Now, if you're in China, <laughs> you yeah. better be careful. Um, yeah. Hey, Bob. Hey, well, Rick. There's, yeah, there's also this aspect of monetization, too. I mean, a lot of the, the advertisers in the U.S. don't want to buy against downloads that are outside of the U.S. So you have that friction that's going on, too. So more and more of the platforms are, are trying to do deals with groups out of individual countries around the world. So, and that's where potentially dynamic ad insertion comes into play, is to be able to do localized ads that are delivered to countries around the world. So that's kind of like another tier of, challenge that the industry has around monetization but you know i i had to remove non-us and canada downloads from reports as early as 2006 so right. this is nothing totally. nothing new it's, no it's nothing new but how do we get over it is oh. what, what i'm saying i mean how can shows monetize that that delivery outside of the u.s it's harder That's, yeah yeah it's harder and then talk about global growth, talk about stats. What was, there was another thing you had, another tier prediction. Um, just, oh, around the, um, the per capita consumption of podcasts outside oh, of the U.S. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I think Spotify is helping that considerably. Right, right, yeah. And it may be part to do with, um, I know in some countries that, when, when you buy data, oftentimes you will get certain services included for free. So basically, if let's say you buy a load and it's, you know, it's a 500 meg load or a one gig load of data included in that bundle might be free Facebook. There might be free, you know, there'll be two or three options, maybe some free YouTube, 
So Spotify starts actually subsidizing data delivery by paying for the data that people are buying data from in some of these countries where that's how you buy your internet. You don't have a plan. You, you buy a load of, of data um, mm -hmm. that could help as well. But, you know, if Facebook gets in the podcasting game, oftentimes Facebook's is subsidizing download data in many countries. So that maybe we'll see a, a jump in Facebook consumption outside the United States. If, if Facebook actually puts a, a directory together. Yeah. I mean, it would be interesting to see them do that. That's for sure. And I could, I could see them doing it at some point, Todd. Can you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, yeah. they want eyeballs and earballs on their, yeah, on their pages. They don't want you going anywhere else. Yep. So again, I don't care where they consume, long as they know where to go back to Moonbase Alpha to find me. So. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where this goes. But you know, I, I don't know. I it's. It's interesting that the, you know, the majority of the money in this space right now is, is really sequestered into, a, a, you know, a dozen companies um, and mostly of our media creating companies. So I don't think that's going to change in the next year either. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Time will tell on that, on that front. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, you know, if, you, if you look at, you know, let's be frank, you look at, Libsyn, Podbean, Spreaker, us, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of us, you know, someone throw a couple hundred million dollars at us, buy us all. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, they could, they, they could, could, they could buy us all. Right. right. They could, they could pretty much buy the whole buy the podcast whole uh, distribution. Yeah. They could buy the whole stack. Right. Right. <laughs> Now, and I don't know if they'd want it because, you know, we really, we don't own content. Right. You know, we're providing. We're all a bunch of stray cats anyway, right? So how can you corral all of us rebels with a, 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 a distinct cause into one company, right? Right. So. Oh, yeah. can you imagine a cat fight that would take place? <laughs> I'm just like, give me my money. I'll retire. <laughs> and 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 if you know some of the companies in the medium, you know, to try and see them combining together just doesn't make you know. It's like, no, I don't think that's going to work. No, yeah, Ew. right. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's not going to work. <laughs> you know, I you know, and, and there's there's people that are more aligned than others. I just think of a couple that I would not be aligned with. <laughs> Yeah, just a couple. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you you think about it. You know, we're you know we're friends, but you think about man, the culture and the philosophy and everything is so so different. You know it how, is. <laughs> and then, you know the philosophy is really the kind of the crazy thing too, is because I watch in um, the Facebook groups, and oftentimes I will um, I will go look, you know, and someone I see someone in there every time and they're in there promoting a specific, a specific type of uh, specific host. And then I'll go into their content and I'll look at their content and what they're doing. And, and then oftentimes I'm like, Oh, maybe he should have disclosed <laughs> who's his relationships with, because oftentimes I see people promoting stuff and I'm like, ah, yeah, maybe are, are you an ambassador? Are you getting, are you getting paid to promote uh, this service or the type of content? and 
um, what type of website they may have or something like that. It is kind of, mm-hmm. it, it is an interesting dynamic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Someone got mad at me for disclosing that I said, we know you work for Blueberry. I said, no, not everyone does. And I said, I, I've gotten in trouble in the past for saying you should try Blueberry and not disclosing who I was. And then one guy was complaining to me about, we know who you are. You don't have to disclose who you are every time. And I'm like, no, I have to, because if I don't, then it goes the opposite way. So mm-hmm. <laughs> first time I ever had someone complain about me disclosing my affiliation. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please. More people say that. <laughs> right. Hey, so, so I, I heard that uh, Stitcher now has a, um, a new submissions process. Yeah. I heard that too. I didn't look at it per se. Did you go look at it? Just, what doing? Yeah. They've got a new website um, that actually takes you through like a wizard process, oh, okay. which I think we're also going to see more of here in the next year yeah. too, is simplifications of um, major task processes yep. around podcasting. Yep. This is more catering to the content creator side. I think we're, we're going to see is a little bit more simplification oh. come, come to the medium as well. Right. Yeah. So we, just, we just well, released PowerPress and completely revamped our... Yeah, no. getting started. It's no. it's a whole new process, right? And it's and it's not about r- removing capabilities. No, it, no, it, it's it's more about kind of bringing to the surface the basics and then offering links to get to more advanced capability. Because I mean, as you know, Todd, we have to walk this line between advanced users and yep. basic, basic, basic users, right? Well, it, I, and that's the challenge. Well, the challenge. No, it's not. It's here's the simple truth. I have tech support guys are pe- teaching people how to right click a mouse. <laughs> yeah that's been going on a long time though Todd. yeah for a couple of years it's right. we really had to like so we understand that we it should be as easy as signing up for twitter or signing up for instagram we have it's not going to be as easy but we have to make it easier for podcasters to get started right and to just you know drive as much efficiency as we can to these folks because i mean if we want to expand the medium, we have to make this process right. easier to understand and yep. easier to do on a regular basis because people are busy, you know? Well, not only busy, but I mean, the te- the, we've long, the horse has long left the stable on right. tech folks leading the podcasting space. We have creatives coming in. I had a phone call yesterday with a gal that does a yeah. podcast festival out of Detroit. And we were talking about, in her, you know, where mm-hmm. their focus was. And where my focus was on some stuff was, <coughs> well, her stuff was really, really important about the process of storytelling and process of creativity, all this stuff that I really don't get into, the stuff that we kind of saw at the original PodCon, mm-hmm. you know, and I was just like, okay, so this, what you're doing here is beautiful, but they need the podcast one-on-one stuff. They need the, they need just these basic informations about things that they have to do to get to the point where when they have this creative process in place and they hit publish that it works well. And we, we talked about that a bit mm-hmm. and she said it really hadn't thought per se too much about that. Had some, they were doing some one-on-one stuff, but for me, I was focused on like the one-on-one stuff and they're focused on the super creative, which I think is a good blend. It's actually, yeah, it is. Yeah. and uh, because I'm, I don't know how to teach someone to be a storyteller. That's not my, but we need people out there doing that 
You know, right. we need people out there providing training and courses and how, you know, good processes for creating content. But, you know, because we talked about it again, uh, it's, this is hard. And the more information people have, the better decisions they can make in going and being able to have a successful show. Mm-hmm. And um, in some ownership and some buy-in to what they're doing. Uh, too often now we get calls from people panicking. They're like, I can't publish my my episode because my producer quit and I don't know how to log in and do any of this stuff. So, you know, we have to make it for those folks that are in those types of situations, make it easier for them to publish too. Yeah. I always advise any podcast creator to, to learn how to do it themselves. Um, even though they hire someone else to do it for them, they, they need to learn how to do it themselves because some, Sometimes, you know, let's say your producer, um, gets hit by a beer truck, you right, know, right. what are you going to do? You know, uh, so you need to, to, to learn that stuff. And the other thing Todd, I've been thinking about here lately too, is do you think that we're going to see more of these indie apps, um, these, these indie listening apps starting to have their own, uh, podcast submissions processes versus trying to rely solely on the Apple APIs? Uh, not a chance. They're lazy. Okay. I, I don't foresee it's, it's too easy to do that call to Apple. I, if they do, I, I, I applaud yeah. them, but I think it's just that Apple's made it so easy to make that API call. Uh, you know, I, what is Marco's the only one that has his own directory? If I remember correctly, Overcast is the only one that has his, he's not reliant upon Apple. Is he the mm-hmm. only, is he the only app? If I'm, if I'm wrong, someone please tell me, you know, but I, I, I think most of them rely on the Apple APK. It'd be great if the industry could get behind, um, becoming independent from Apple's APIs. Uh, and the reason I say that is because, you know, I know the Apple folks are listening. Um, you know, there may come a day when Apple, you know, decides that they don't want to be a the public source for all their competitors. Right. Yeah. I don't know that that day is coming anytime soon, but it's always in the back of my mind. So that maybe I shouldn't even say it, but we have a, you saw who joined the um, RSS podcast coalition, right? Mm, no, I mean, who? We had, Are you not going to say? Or I, I don't know if he wants me to say, but we have we we have some serious visibility going on inside that group right now. Mm-hmm. So people are starting to pay attention to. There's no. Oh, dis- I think I know who you. Okay. There's yeah. no discussion going on right now. We're still ingesting people in the middle of a bit of talk, but you know we've right. got we've gotten this attention of some players. Well, not shouldn't say players, but, you know, people that we respect and, you know, love in the space. I guess that's the best way to say it. Right. <laughs> so. Very, very well said, Todd. <laughs> well, we do. I know. It's not like it's, you know, disingenuous. Ma- Marty not. says, people who get into this medium with podcasting need to understand the process and do their homework to understand the entire connections and step-by-step. And process with podcasting, so many don't. Marty, you would be shocked. It's probably 90% don't. 
<laughs> in 10% that really care. And yeah, I might right. be wrong there. Mike would probably say, no, Todd, it's more like 50-50, but sometimes it feels like, you know, that people are really disconnected from the process. And I understand they love to create content. They just don't want to do the other part of the guts. And that's why there's so many people that are out there doing consulting and doing production. And, you know, that's booming right now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. So I was going to look and see if there was anything else happened major in the news here. Um, there was a little bit of discussion going on in pod news about ratings and reviews and how they are non-variable or insignificant variable in the Apple podcast ranking algorithm. I think mm -hmm. we've known this for many, many years, but once again, it's been rehashed. Um, oh, here's your chart. Your chart made it into, oh, oh, how come I didn't even see this earlier? So let me see. Can I blow this thing up? Oh, you're talking about the the Lipson chart that, yeah. that Rob Rob pulled together? Yeah. yeah. So let me let's see, where am I gonna put that? I'll put this. I don't want it to be I just why is that oh it's a weird format. Save image as oh copy image address. Now let me load it. There we go. So I can get a full page on this. Uh, Apple Plus, Apple Plus, Apple Plus. And now let me bring it screen okay so how yep. plat how each platform grew in 2019 so maybe you can describe the chart here rob well it's actually pretty pretty simple i mean if you <clears throat> just go through and you look at the percentage of growth compared to where each of these platforms are um and and it's going to look a little weird because i mean google podcast is up 281 percent but you know, it's, it's one, one of those things that going from 1% to, to 3% right. makes, you know, or, or something like that. It's even less than that. I think, um, it just shows a big percentage increase, but it does show you where, where the growth is, even though the overall numbers may not be significant or, or, or substantial. I mean, if you look at the 13% growth of the Apple podcast versus the 281% of Google podcasts, right. the 13% actually, um, and figures out to be more listeners. So for those growing, of you, so right. for those of you listening, Apple Podcasts saw three, thirteen point one percent growth in listeners, which no no thirteen percent thirteen point one percent growth, which growth. which equaled forty four point five percent growth in total listens, right? Whereas Spotify had a hundred and six percent growth, and thirty nine point percent in total listens where Google podcast had 281% growth, but yet only attributed to 7.5% of the listens. So right. and you look at, here's something that's really amazing. Stitcher 26.4% of growth, but only 2.9% of total listens. And it's still, they can't, you know, that's so sad. They were at 7%, yet they right. just can't seem to break above three. And then it right. goes into CastBox, uh, Cast yeah. which was 18.2% and had 2.2% listen growth, 11.7% for overcast, 1.9% growth, 1.9% total. So, you know, if you look at it as a whole, we had some serious listener growth 
in 2019. And in, in two primary places, Apple and Spotify. Apple and Spotify, <laughs> right. Right. Which basically accounted for, <clears throat> what, about 85% of the total growth. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, if any, and so those of you that love Spotify <clears throat> and are only promoting Spotify, well, you just gave up a potential growth in your audience of 44.5%. Right. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. So if, you're, if you are only promoting Spotify, <laughs> which some shows are, yeah. you've given up. Not, no, 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 not, not 45. If you're only promoting Spotify, you've given up 44.5% on Apple Podcasts, 75 on 51, uh, 54. 56.2, 57, almost 60% of potential listen growth because you're not promoting these other platforms. Right. Well, and also I think um, <clears throat> a lot of Spotify's growth is on Android too. Right. And those, so, are, and those are like, whoo, whoo, whoo. Those are like really fresh. Right. Exactly. And, and I think you you look at what's happening to Spotify versus Google podcasts and you can see a little bit of a, a battle going on between those two companies on the Android platform. Um, and you can see Spotify's winning the battle so far. Now, if let's, let's go back and the, the 800 pound gorilla, the silent giant that is crawling out of a hole of nothing. You look at Google podcast to come to 7.5%. That yeah. should get some people's attention. Yeah, I think it's it, it's great growth for that platform. It's great no question growth. about it. Great growth. And you know, because well, because I think that they, I mean, it's still been well, only like one or two percent, right? Right. Overall, yeah. So, so growing seven percent it isn't a huge growth number, but I just think that you know, and Todd, you feel the same way. There's so much upside to that platform. Um, and yet, just, and yet yeah. 90% of shows never mention them. Right. They have no way right. for their subscribers to even know they're on Google podcast. And I think Google has some, some work to do still. So no, to get there. Google has done a lot. The podcasters no, I know they have, the podcasters yeah. are, yeah, uh, but Todd, I'm gulping my word. I mean, I hope that. I think that the bigger picture there with those folks is they they need to have a, a better connection with the podcaster. And I think that's that's the big thing. And I think they they realize that, right? And I, hopefully we'll see changes along those lines. Well, I think, you know, they're not super accessible even to me, um, whereas Apple is. You know, if I have an issue... Any one of my team has an issue. We we almost, you know, Mike, myself, and Angela are the three primary people that talk to Apple. They right. will, it, I may not get a same day response, but I get a response really quick within mm -hmm. a couple of days. Right. And if I send Zach an email at Google, it goes into a black hole. I never hear, I never hear from him. So I have to like round him up at some event. I have to corner him. So mm -hmm. there's no one in at, at Google. I, you know, that I can get an easy response from Spotify though. Bam. You know, same thing. I got a, you know, I got a rep that will respond yeah. the same day. 
Well, Todd, I think what's going on there is I think that the 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 podcast team at Google is still small. Um, and well, this the this podcast team at Spotify is at pretty Spotify small too. Spotify and Apple are much bigger teams. Well, that's true, comparatively. Yeah. And I think what we're going to see at some point here is Pandora come into the picture here, and I don't know what their impact is going to be, but it it could be it could be fairly significant. Well, the, so the Pandora folks are responsive too, you know, and right, they got they got good leadership over there, in my opinion. So I think they're right. they're just in course, and you know, it, it's mm-hmm. taken a little while, but you know, Pandora's it's the also same thing mostly, with Spotify. It yeah. took like three years for them to get their stuff together, right? Right. Yeah. But as, as Rick just said in chat, truth, for maximum coverage, you should be promoting them all. So I know everyone on this show, listen to this show, we, you know, we pounded into your, your, your skulls. And a lot of you are, you know, you're shaking your head. Yes, 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 yes. And, you know, you're like the, what are the bobblehead dolls? Yes, 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 yes. Right. <laughs> or maybe sometimes no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Todd, another thing. Thing that bubbled out um, this past week, and it um, is about how um, the rankings in Apple don't affect the the charts, right? The right. the um, you know the the reviews. Yeah, yeah. That, I talked a little bit about that. that kind of stuff doesn't yeah. doesn't impact that, and it, it's something we've known for a long time. But it's it, it's just funny how these things keep coming up. Sometimes people think they do, but it's because right. these shows are so big; they're getting a lot of reviews. And it's because, yeah. you know, it's because they're getting new subscribers and new listens and Apple sees the consumption going through the Apple podcast right. app and, you know, and yes, it can be gamed. We know that there's, I don't know if they got their code fixed. I know they were working on it. They've been working on it a long time because I was told a couple of years ago that they were working on fixing the gaming, but I don't know if it's been fixed yet or not. I know they've been pretty heavy heading on people that have tried to game it and have gotten caught. I mean, I know one thing that Apple should work on trying trying to fix is the the acceptance and display of ratings and reviews across country, um, different countries, right? I mean, if you go in and you try and access um, a U.S. podcast in the um, the Australian catalog, let's just give an example. Um, those ratings and reviews in the Australian catalog aren't the same as what's in the U.S. catalog. Well, I I think they've had. I don't think they're ever going to get a total fix for that because those are separate stores. They are, but, but they're coming out of a common source in the database though. Well, to go into those stores, but at the same point, I think it's the same infrastructure they use for movies and for music. So because of country restrictions and all that's, I think that's the, 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 you know, I think podcast was kind of hedged in in the early days. Yeah. You know, and and so it's all, it's all like this. And I don't think, you know, the only way they're really going to be able to do that is to separate it. And I, I can probably think about the long meetings that would be required to figure that out, how to, you know, how to make it just one catalog. I I don't, I don't know that they would ever do that though. Yeah. I mean, I think it can be done, but you're right, Todd. I mean, I, I addressed these issues when I was working at on zoom at, at Microsoft, because we were talking about expanding into international markets, and yep. I wanted it to be based on one one catalog that had um, IDs in the database that would assign a particular content creator to um, a country, right? 
Um, so there's two IDs, one that would be country specific and then one would be master catalog, right? So you could, you could map a show to different countries, which Apple is doing. Apple is displaying a lot of us content in these other catalogs, right? So, so you should be able to, to do it in the database, but, but you're right. I mean, if the, the infrastructure was built early, it's a big, it's a big task for them to do that, um, to merge that data. Right. Hey, one thing I forgot to mention earlier, we have been invited to do a live new media show at the Detroit Podcast Festival. And if I pronounced, if I actually named the festival wrong, I apologize. But I told oh, them, I, I said, we'll get some dates and I'll talk to you about it and see if we can okay. make it happen. But what? Oh, so you don't have any dates? Yeah, they're still trying to wedge stuff in between everything else going on in the podcasting okay. world. So sometime in Jul- okay. either July, late July, I think. So that okay. potentially. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, we're booked to do a live new media show at PodFest down yeah. in Orlando and then also at uh, Podcast Movement um, in L.A. coming up uh, here. Aren't, in, um, aren't we on what? standby for PodFest? We're not guaranteed yet? No, no. Uh, uh, we got placed the first day at lunchtime. Okay. Right. All right, that worked. The first full day or the pre-day? The first full day. Okay. A little sad so, news, the company called Oxbus, which I'm was a big fan of these guys, is for sale. Uh, Dan Radlin over there announced, he says, we focus too heavily on building a great product while not focus enough on building a great business. Uh, and uh, so it is, a, it is for sale over there. And um, they did have some investment money, so I don't know how much they're going to want. Uh, is basically a production suite. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, Oxbus and they were at Podcast Movement and uh, in July, and so it's you know once again we've got you know sometimes great products, but it's it's you know it's a company. You got to pay employees and you got to make salaries. So you have to have users to do that. And, yep. So. Got to build a business too. You can't just live off of venture capital. Yep. Um, yep. There's also announcement that Google is supposedly working on a coming soon, kind of maybe a history tab. So you know what you've been listening to a play queue. So you, you know, what's coming up next and auto downloads. And apparently this was first spotted before, um, but nine to five Google has worked out how to enable some of this stuff. Mm. So there's an article on that. That's interesting. Some stuff yeah. that does uh, maybe in pre-release and kind of been hidden a little bit. So uh-huh. uh, Google Podcasts is in work. Well, hey, they're, those guys want to make their platform succeed. That's yeah. the impression I get. The uh, British Podcast Awards and Welcome have announced uh, the 11 successful recipients of the Pulse Award, sharing uh, 50,000 pounds of funding for podcasts, or maybe it's at Euros. Uh, the drive conversation around public health. So 11 shows sharing, what's that about? $4,500 or 4,500 pounds each. So mm-hmm. uh, what else? I know we've got some events coming up. Uh, the next one for both you and I is CES. Yeah. So, and what, you know, I, I've got a, get a hold of that schedule so i because i'm my 
schedule's already filling up, so I try to get over there on Monday and uh, and hang out. I don't have a pass or anything. I guess I have to buy a pass, or do, can I get in with my CES badge? Or I would imagine you can get in with your your CES pass. Yeah, oh, yeah, because I don't think I can pick that. Up. Yeah, probably. Hmm. I guess I have to ask. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, not I, sure. I don't know either. I show up over there, so you need a ticket. <laughs> We can just sneak you in, Todd. Oh, okay. That's great. I'll just walk in like I own the place. Ha ha. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we think back to digital Hollywood, um, I can see how that might happen. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'm just looking um, through the news and see if there's anything else that has uh, really kind of popped this week. It, um, you know, it's obviously slow, slow news week because of the Christmas holiday holidays. and everything. You right. Know? But um, I'm sure things will pick up here after the first of the year. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting is in years past, we've seen like this surge of tickets that come in right even through Christmas. But this year, knock on wood, (laughs) probably jinxing my big, right? Been kind of quiet. And I, you know, you're thinking, is everything you actually go on? Is everything working? And <laughs> making sure your ticket system is online, and yeah. you know, and you're just these little things that you look for. And but yeah, it's been kind of quiet over the holidays. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but hmm. uh, it's nice to have a little bit of a breather, <laughs> right? From yeah. the from the ongoing onslaught. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I am going to go to the iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. That's on my agenda oh, so well, sorry. i can come back and report on that after i get back from yeah. that hey you know uh tell them you know the podcastawards.com website can be had they want to be official they can uh they can you know make you tell me you should go over there and buy that website just just drop the you know they got drop, the hint. Drop, drop the hint the hint you know they got lots of money that that might be my retirement plan rob sell the sell that domain <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah right yeah they show up with a million dollars oh is that all yeah hell yeah <laughs> million dollars it's sold <laughs> and, and, and no and no podcaster would that be sold and no podcaster in their right mind would blame me you know oh you sold out you gave it you gave it to iheart for a million dollars yeah, Todd, I, I did. What's wrong with you, Todd? <laughs> yeah, you traitor. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Drop the hint, Todd. I'll yeah. just drop the hint. Yeah, just drop, drop. Say, you know. Okay. I know this guy. <laughs> you can actually claim it accurate that the uh, you you would actually have the the first podcast right. awards they if you could. bought the. They did. If they, you bought it. Yep, they became the owners. It would be the first and original podcast award. Right. <laughs> Matter of fact, all the trophies are sitting in my studio here. They they arrived on the twenty third, I think. So yeah. uh I'm and then between now and before I leave for Vegas, I gotta get I think I've got forty four trophies to ship. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And uh <clears throat> yeah, expensive. Yeah, the credit card bill uh got and matter of fact. Um, I told him, I said, I need to get this bill paid before the end of the year. <laughs> I got to get it off the books, you know? And uh, so I got the credit card charge on there. Now I got to get it paid so that I can zero that account out for the year and uh, not take a big hit from Uncle Sugar 
<laughs> the last thing I want to do is pay taxes on something that doesn't make any money to begin with. <laughs> right. True. Nothing worse than that. Oof. Actually, it is. It's it's horrible when you you know, you, know. You, it's you know you 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 know you've got a bill that's going to basically clear all the you know all the money that you've you've earned you know because it's not supposed to be this money making event. It's supposed to you know come out pretty dead even. I, I think this year we may be up five six hundred bucks or something. But you know I'll take that. Yeah. But I don't need eight thousand dollars sitting on the or nine thousand dollars sitting on the sitting on the books that I have to pay taxes on. Yeah. Because uh, yes, then someone can have podcastworks.com for 500 grand, not a million. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being silly here, but it's true. I don't need to pay taxes on that. Um, anyway. It's still amazing, Todd. You know, I go to podnews.net and I, I click on the link of um, jobs that are available. Huge. In the podcasting space. Yeah. It's just amazing. You yeah. Know? yeah. It, you know, Voxness is hiring two people, a content and community manager, product marketing manager. That's surprising. I have three new people starting January 6th that we, we filled all our positions that we are looking to fill. So I I just look at all the, and there's (laughs) even a job lead software engineer for glow in the, in Seattle. Wow. So interesting. Interesting. Vox media is hiring a podcast marketing manager. Well, one thing for sure, Rob, if, you know, if, if Blueberry ever goes out of business or, uh, you know, I, I, I may be able to find a job. There you go, Todd. <laughs> and don't start any I'm rumors. Sure, That's not I'm, happening. I'm sure, Todd, that uh, you could, you, you could get hired as the podcast editorial manager for Deezer in Dubai. <laughs> I think you could jump on that one. Uh, as long as I can remotely work from right here, I'm good to go. <laughs> there you go. I, I am not going to Dubai. You not go to Dubai? Just, okay. Uh, they got a job Dubai opening for. Dubai, right? They got a. <laughs> I've been to Dubai. No, I'm not living in Dubai. Okay. <laughs> have you ever been? But to it's the, warm there, Todd. You ever, have you ever been to UAE? I have not. not Dubai's nice. I know it's nice. <laughs> and I'm not living there. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. My days in the Navy when I had to go to the Middle East were involuntary. <laughs> Todd, you will go there. Yes. Oh yes, get on the airplane and you shall go to this country. Right. Now right. I have right. a choice of the countries that I wisely visit. Actually, right. Dubai's nice. Yeah, it's not, and there is much worse places to be than Dubai, for sure. So, so next uh, next week for the show, we're yeah, we're, we're gonna, not going to be doing it on Saturday because you're going to be flying to Vegas. Yeah, so we're going to do it on January third. And, uh, we'll figure out a time on Friday to do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to so. be, I'm gonna be, um, flying down to Vegas on, on Sunday. So I'll be but down there just after you. Definitely no show on the 11th cause I'm not back from <clears throat> Vegas either. So, uh, the next show oh. after we'll do next week on the third and then we'll be back to the regular scheduled programming on the, on the 18th. But, uh, yeah, nothing, no way. I just can't see us me doing it. It, CS doesn't end until Friday anyway, the 10th. Right. right. So then I actually fly back to Michigan on the 12th. So, and then I'm in Columbus on the 13th. So it's crazy busy time. All right. Anyway, uh, I've got to go to Ann Arbor, Michigan and, uh, got an appointment with the university of Michigan to go see my, take my son there. Uh, even though I'm a Michigan state fan, uh, he wants to see the campus and it's Christmas and nothing's going to be really open, but 
And plus, we've got beer to drink tonight at midnight. So there you go. Everyone, thanks for being here and listening to the show. I'm Todd at Blueberry.com. Follow me at Geek News on Twitter or, of course, Todd Cochran on Facebook. Um, Rob Greenlee, and I can be followed on uh, Twitter at Rob Greenlee. And uh, you can reach out to me if you want. Uh, send me an email, robg at Lipson.com. Happy to talk with you about podcasting. Um, so, and have a happy new year. And yes, I have a happy new year. And yes, we were asked to put a banner up on the monitor in the bottom. We've complied with that from a listener request. So everyone, thanks for being here. Thanks for the suggestions. We do have a donation link on the website page at newmediashow.com. And we do have our uh, sticker exchange still going on. So send a sticker, get a sticker, or actually get a little care package back from us. The address for that is again on the newmediashow.com and subscribe to the podcast or on your website. Everyone, thanks for being here. We'll see you next time here on the Geek News Central uh, New Media Show. Everyone take care. See you next time. Nice little plug. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye.